Good evening. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Welcome to the Remnant Warriors. That means you, you awesome people of God. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate you and just, uh, you know, always appreciate uh, your your letters and your emails and, and everything that you guys send. I, I just want you to know I read everything. I really do. I, I read everything. So it encourages me and uh, it really keeps us going and doing all the things that we're doing out here. So again, just thank you. Appreciate your prayers. Appreciate your kind words and your comments. And uh, I am here in Wisconsin tonight. Uh, I did not have any cheese tonight, but I probably should have. Um, just been traveling today. It took me a little bit longer to do the broadcast today because of the travel. Uh, a lot of great things going on in the country. I want to open up to questions. Uh, I know a lot of people have been having questions and want to know a bunch of different things. There's a lot going on in our country. I don't know if you saw the judge in Georgia. This is amazing, ladies and gentlemen. They're, they're going to start looking into that key county in Georgia. This would be, if anywhere that we wanted them to look in Georgia, this would be the place. And uh, and so the judge has allowed for this audit to take place in Georgia. While So a lot of people ask me what's going on in Arizona. So there's a woman uh, that we were talking to who's involved in the audit in Arizona. So I was able to get some... Uh, on the ground information. Uh, apparently, they've been shut down for the last couple of days. There was some type of graduation or some type of event that was in the same facility where they were holding uh, the audit. So they put the audit in Arizona on temporary hold, and then uh, they're going to resume it, I believe, as soon as this weekend. I want to say Sunday. Uh, they also have more staff that's going to be working, and it's looking like by the end of June, the audit should be complete if they are able to continue and there's no additional hiccups or any problems. So the audit in Arizona, I'm talking about Maricopa County, that is, there's it, been a slight pause because the facility needed to be used by, I guess, uh, somebody else who had previously rented it out for whatever reason. I think it was a graduation or some type of ceremony. And, uh, and now they're going to resume the audit there in Maricopa County on, I believe it's Sunday uh, from what I heard. And then it will, and they have more staff, more volunteers, and there has been uh, some warfare involved. So continue to pray. Uh, I don't know if you saw President Trump did an interview. I actually posted it on Remnant News, rmntnews.com, www.rmntnews.com. Or if you can't remember that, really easy, www.remnant.news, remnant.news. That's it. And uh, we had some problems with our site early on in the week. We had a cyber attack. We were able to get it back up the same day which was a huge blessing. It's on a private server, uh, but there was some type of, uh, you know, I don't really know cyber warfare. I don't know how it works. Um, our, our people do. They got it back up quickly. Um, they were telling me there are certain things that they're doing now to try to overwhelm uh, private servers and different things that they can try to shut a site, site down. We, we actually, the day before when, when we had that cyber attack, uh, what had happened was we had posted a bunch of articles and links to evidence, and uh, I guess the people, the powers that be, we'll call them the uh, puppet masters, the shadow people, whatever you want to call them. Uh, I'm trying to be careful with my words here on Facebook Live, uh, but we'll repost this on our other sites as well later. But, uh, you know, uh, they didn't like the posts that we put up that day, I guess. And so uh, I woke up in the morning to a bunch of emails that day, and everybody's like, you know, Remnant News is down. I was like, how can Remnant News be down? It's on a private server. How can it be down? Um, and then I found out there's ways, I guess, they can attack these sites. So anyway, we got it back up that day. That was good. Um, 
So, so what's been happening uh, with the Arizona team, what they're saying. So from what I've heard, and I'll kind of give you guys like the, the rundown of what I've heard is, is uh, they say that, um, first of all, I think they have, you know, I, I think that they found some irregularities. I think there's been a couple of things that have been addressed publicly that the passwords uh, were actually held by Dominion and not by the, uh, the people that should have had them. So that's, that's uh, you know, wrong. And so that should be addressed. President Trump's been out there and he's been saying, you know, you got to think about it from a constitutional standpoint. These whole uh, these whole elections were were incorrect because they made these temporary rules based on COVID and based on the quote unquote pandemic. And they never ran it by the the uh, state legislators. It's the state legislators that were supposed to be the ones that changed any election law. That's the way that our, our country is structured. And uh, they went around the state legislators. So really, from a legal standpoint, that's when uh, I think it was Newsweek that reached out to me and I, I gave them a list of a couple different things. I said, well, first of all, you know, they said, well, Pastor Todd Coconato, why do you think that there could have been uh, a fraud in the 2020 election? I said, well, first of all, uh, there's more people that voted in certain precincts and certain areas than are registered. <laughs> Another thing is there was dead people that voted. Clearly, that's an issue. Um, you know, we, we found that there were some irregularities with the mail-ins. And then uh, also uh, there was the state legislators that did not make the uh, contingent election laws. They didn't make the temporary election laws uh, due to the pandemic. And so you can't do that. The state legislator has to make the, the rules. Not, not You can't go around the state legislator. So those were four things that are absolutely non-disputable. They can fact check me. They can take my video down. They can do all they want with that stuff. Um, but the truth of the matter is, is, is that those are facts. Those are all facts. And, and, and Newsweek didn't respond to that. And then they went ahead and posted that story about me where they just left all that stuff out. They just left it all out. So now Wisconsin is going to be looking into uh, their, their voting. They've, they've got the approval. We're hoping that that continues uh, and that goes to the next level. But what's really important is what happens in Arizona. And in Arizona, there's a lot of warfare. There's a lot of warfare because they've brought in these, these, um, these people um, that, that cause disruption. And, and I believe they're just kind of sitting there waiting to see if they'll need to use them. So you, you probably can figure out who I'm talking about. They brought these groups uh, into the area. They're, they're in hotels, we found out. They have not been active yet. But now we're starting to see. Now, from uh, the woman who is in, uh, that I spoke to uh, is, is working with this group. And she says that what they've been doing is they've been trying to set protests. And, uh, and so what the, this group, the Patriot Group, has been doing is doing the counter protest. They're getting there earlier and with more people. And, and, and so they've been able to shut down some of their protests. Uh, but, but they have a whole strategy. And if they can't get any of these, you know, these things to work, some of the shenanigans that they've been trying to pull, then we believe that they may go after some of the judges and some of the people that are actually involved in this because they're going to try to apply pressure. And they're very concerned. As you know, the Democrat Party is very concerned about what's happened in Arizona. Uh, everybody's concerned about what's happening because they know that it's like a domino effect. So anyway, just continue to, to keep praying and, uh, and this thing in Georgia. So now we got, you know, New Hampshire, Georgia, Arizona, and Wisconsin that are all potential with Arizona active and uh, New Hampshire active. So um, that's pretty crazy, right? If you think about it, I mean, you know, how long it's taken to get to this place to where things are still happening and, um, you know, you, you won't hear the reporting on the mainstream media. They don't even report on it. They don't even talk about it. 
And uh, actually, New, uh, Newsmax, uh, I posted something on, on Remnant News about that, of why the uh, rhinos and the Republicans in the Republican Party are not supporting the audit. Why are they not supporting the audit? Well, we, we feel like some of these people will be outed as well because this is a very deep corruption. The, the level of corruption is extremely deep. And there's a lot of people that are in office. Like, for instance, um, the sheriff down there in Arizona, that guy, if they flipped this election, he probably wouldn't even be the sheriff. He was elected. And, uh, and he seems to be one of these operatives that's working with them. So a lot of these people that are in these key positions that are trying to block this and stop it and do all that, that's because they would probably lose power themselves. So it's, it's just crazy, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, let, let's go through some questions here because uh, I know a lot of you guys have been asking a lot of questions. I want to do a question and answer for a little while while we have time tonight. So I'm going to go up to the very top here. Hey, Christy from Florida. Welcome. Thank you so much for being on. Hey, Glenda. Hey, Wan. Hey, hey uh, Bren Lee from uh, Oklahoma. Thank you so much, Wan. appreciate you. And hey, Audrey, good to see you. Hey, Gina, good evening. Hey, Violet, Donna, Karen, Paulette. Rome, New York, in the house. Larry, that's absolutely right. Absolutely right. No, no, no. Arkansas here. All right, Arkansas in the house. Good to see you. Uh, hello, Sharon. Blessings, Mona. Stephanie, Jean, hello. Yes, I am in Wisconsin. I need to get a, a cheese hat up here, right? I uh, A lot of my family are Packers people, by the way. They love the Packers. Um, Sue, Hope you have a good trip. Thank you so much, Sue. God is on the move, Nina. You're exactly right. He is on the move. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Hey, Sally. Hey, Chris. I'm just looking for some questions on here. Hey, Polly. Uh, what's the deal with Judge Barrett? So, Larry, I think you're referring to Amy Coney Barrett on the Supreme Court. She was the last appointee of President Trump. She was, uh, you know, obviously uh, all of us had a lot of hope with Judge Barrett. And, and I want to tell you, I still do. Um, I know we've been very upset as patriots, as Christians, people of God, to see what's been going on with the Supreme Court. Uh, what I believe is, is that there is somebody who's compromised, maybe one, maybe more than one, on that court. And I'm believing and praying in the name of Jesus that there would be an exposure, and I believe that it may happen, uh, where what's been done in darkness will be brought to the light, that this person that's compromised on our highest court would be exposed and uh, I know that's a big prayer, um, but you know what? We serve a big God. So why don't we pray that? Uh, but I do believe uh, there are some patriots and some good people that really love our Constitution that are in on the Supreme Court. And uh, we have some significant cases. You know, I don't see a lot of people talking about it, uh, but we Roe Ro v. Wade is actually in the balance right now. Can you believe that? You, you're not really hearing much talk about it. Uh, but there's going to be some big life-related court cases that are that are in the Supreme Court that's going to be heard here pretty soon. And we need to be praying that, that this nation would become a pro-life nation. Hallelujah. Could you imagine? Could you imagine if they, if they, and they might just throw it back to the states, but even if they do that, that would be powerful, that it wouldn't be the law of the land to slaughter the innocent. And then I would pray, and I'm already meeting with one of the governors of our great nation, probably in the, in the next couple of days, and uh, we're going to start really pushing the governors, especially the red governors, that, you know, they need to be the heartbeat bill. Every every Republican state should have the heartbeat bill. I mean, come on. That's a no-brainer. We need to start really pushing 
for these things. And so our nation has an opportunity to, to, to walk back and, and, and turn around, repent. Remember what I always say? You know, I'm praying that, that the United States of America is a Nineveh and not a Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, what do I mean by that? You know, we can't be slaughtering our innocent. That's demonic. Let's call a spade a spade. That's what it is. It's the same thing. That's the age old thing. The Bible says nothing new under the sun. It's the same sacrifice of the innocent. And I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry that there's unfortunately people in ministry that aren't calling this, you know, a spade a spade here. This is the murder of the innocent. And it's been happening in our nation for far too long. One day, one hour, one minute is too long. But we need to believe in prayer. And I believe that's why God is raising up a remnant army. I believe you are part of that army. You're a remnant warrior. He is raising up a remnant for a time as this that's willing to stand boldly and unafraid for the entirety of the word of God, that's willing to stand for life, that's willing to stand for family values, Christian values, biblical values, according to the word of God. No more, no, you know, no more lukewarm. What does the Lord say? He literally says, if you're lukewarm, what? He'll spit you out. You know, that doesn't mean that we're without sin. We're not without sin. You know, all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But what he's saying is, is that as Christians, as believers, we need to stand for the word of God. We need to stand for righteousness. We need to pray that this nation becomes a pro-life nation. Hallelujah. Why not? Why can't it? And, 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 you know, I may be one of the only pastors. There's a few out there. I know there is. They're probably my friends, if they are. Uh, maybe your pastor, though. A lot of people have been sending me some great remnant churches. We're putting them up on the remnant church list. Uh, you can actually go to remnantchurchlist.com. We're starting to populate that list. Thank you, Jesus. It's been a little bit of an effort to get there with our cyber attack and all different things that have happened the last couple of weeks. But we're starting to populate that list. And so I'm excited. You're sending me, you know, you say, Pastor Todd, my church is a true remnant church. And this is on the honor system. I'm believing you, remnant warriors. We'll, we'll put it up there. And then, uh, you know, if, if we find out later that it's not a remnant church, we'll take it down. But, you know, this is, I'm trusting you guys. This is the honor system here. But if I see it up on that remnant list and I'm in a town where there's one of those remnant churches, you better believe I'm going to stop in there. I'm going to stop in there and visit because I want to know where the remnant churches are too. Right? Hallelujah. We want pastors that are willing to stand. Preachers that are willing to stand. Bold and unafraid. Preach the full gospel. Because you know what? I, I saw an article from Tar Todd Starnes. I don't know if you saw that. He, he didn't uh, beat around the bush. He talked about what we did in the American church. You know, we, we, he, he, he called it like a concert, you know, seeker friendly is a motivational speaking. I see a lot of pastors out there. They literally put in their title, motivational speaker. Well, I don't think you don't, you're not going to see that here. I'm not a motivational speaker. I hope the Bible motivates because who the sun sets free is free indeed. So you better believe you'll be motivated. You better believe you'll be motivated. If you catch the fire of the Holy spirit, oh yeah, you'll be motivated. It'll change your life. Everything will change. But this is what America needs. We need we need to get people saved, set free, healed, delivered, on fire, filled with the Holy Spirit. And that's what we're gonna we're we're praying that you know is happening. Is that this remnant army that God is raising up for a time as this is bold and afraid, and that the nation of the United States of America will be like Nineveh that will repent. We've got to stop murdering the innocent. So we gotta pray, church. You know, look, President Trump put some good judges in there, I believe. We haven't been happy with some of these rulings recently. I know a lot of you are disheartened by the Supreme Court. I am too. But it doesn't mean we stop praying. We got to continue to pray and stand for life. We have an awesome God. He's, he, he has a plan. His promise is yes and amen, hope in the future, right? 
So yes, Aaron, I am in Wisconsin. Thank you for the welcome. Thank you. Love Wisconsin. Hey, Gina. Yeah, where's Javon Polovs? I believe he's involved in, in a lot of this, actually, Gene. I think he's uh, he's out there working hard. Uh, hey, Joe, you're in Nashville now. Man, we missed each other. I'm in Wisconsin. You're in Nashville. Um, we are going to be, if you want to meet us, at, if you're able, we're going to be at the Grand Old Opry uh, on the 4th of July, filling it up with spirit-filled, powerful believers. We're going to get our faces before the Lord. We're going we're gonna to literally repent as a nation we're going to lay hands on the sick. We're going to pray for deliverance. I'm telling you, I believe it's going to be powerful. If you're able to come, that would be awesome. Um, Mona, you said praying for the truth to be revealed in this audit. Yes, that's what we're praying. And we've been standing. There's been a lot of pressure. A lot of people have been saying, stop praying. Stop. Pastor Todd Coconato is still praying. <laughs> he believes God responds to the prayers of the righteous. Well, you better believe it. Otherwise, why would I pray? <laughs> of course, God responds to the prayers of the righteous. You know, what pastor doesn't believe that? I mean, I, I couldn't believe that they, they literally put that in the news. It's so silly. Yes, of course, I believe that God responds to the prayers of the righteous. Why do I believe that? Because I've seen it happen too many times not to believe it. That's right, Sally. Hallelujah. Uh, let's see, Brenda, you said we will. When will we know the results? Brenda, it's going to be probably around the end of June. And by the way, just around the time that President Trump is going to be firing up the rallies, firing up those rallies, and by the way, dropping his free speech social media platform too. It's a lot of good things in the works. Hallelujah. Mike Smith, you said, Pastor Todd, how corrupt do you believe Amy B is since she sold her soul to Lucifer and his minions? I think you're talking about Amy Coney Barrett, maybe? Well, I don't know, Mike. I'm hoping that she hasn't sold her soul. I know that, um, you know, here there, there was a rumor. I can't confirm it, but I think it's pretty valid uh, because I know somebody that is friends with one of the justices. So I think it's pretty valid. I, I can't confirm it 100%. But I heard there was a pretty heated uh, argument when it came to the election. And uh, I think there's a certain, uh, certain individual, you know, which I'm pretty sure a lot of you will probably figure out, uh, that's been causing a lot of the problems on the conservative side of the court. So we need to be praying and uh, we have to believe that, that God is going to break through here. I know it's a, a lot of us, we have the propensity to give up or to think the worst, uh, but we have to continue to pray. Um, you know, if you recall, um, when Amy Coney Barrett was the first time around that she was brought forth. And uh, I don't know if you remember, uh, I think it was uh, Diane Feinstein. She was like, the dogma runs deep in you you know, talking about how Amy Coney Barrett is very staunch pro-life and a Christian. So it is very confusing to all of us as we've watched this play out to try to understand what has happened with our the high court. And uh, I know the fake news media, they're out there and they're like, oh my goodness, these conspiracy theorists, they still think something happened. The baseless claims of conspiracy with the 2020 election, they have no proof and no evidence. Well, I just laid out four things that they can't even fact check. Number one, more people voted in certain areas than the lip that registered in the entire area. So how is that even possible? How can you have more people voting than even registered? That means it's a hundred over a hundred percent turnout. Number two, dead people voted. How how do you possibly say that that's not true when people that are listed as dead voted? You know what I'm saying? Number three, 
they were not approved by the state legislators, these new voting rules that were initiated because of the pandemic. So how do you explain that away? So none of that is conspiracy. None of it is conspiracy. And number four, there was irregularities with the mail-in ballots because of all the mail-in ballots. Lots of irregularities. What about those spikes? Remember the spikes? And then you talk about, you talk to statistic people and, uh, you know, professors like at MIT, and they, they will tell you that the numbers, the statistics, the probability factor is off the charts. What about the bellwether uh, counties? That are like, what is it, like 99% they, they tell the story? And for some reason it didn't in this, I mean, there's just too many things. So we, are, we all know what happened. They can call a conspiracy. They can call whatever they want. They can take down accounts. That's what they do. They can take down videos. But I'm going to continue to speak the truth. And you know what? If I get kicked off of Facebook, you know I post on like a million other sites. So come find me, toddcoconato.com slash find me. You can find me right there. Write my name down. Write the website down so that if they ever try to censor me, that's what's going on. Um. Let's see here. Melanie, you said, so what happens when they publicly find that Trump actually won? Well, you know what? President Trump actually spoke to this exact question, and I have it posted on rmntnews.com. Here's the hypothetical. Here's what I think would happen. Um, I think that they're not just going to turn it over and say, oh, sorry, we made a mistake. Here you go, President Trump. Decertify the election. That's probably not going to happen. I mean, we'd all love that to happen, but that's probably not going to happen. So what would hypothetically happen, because it's unprecedented, Although there was something kind of similar that happened during the Jackson presidency, somewhat uh, to what's happening now, but there's differences. Uh, but you know, Jackson had the people. Uh, President Trump has the people. Uh, we're fighting against a corrupt system, and so uh, you know, there's a couple of different things that could happen. I I don't want to you know uh, try to put something together just to give you an answer for that. But what I would hope that would happen would be that the military would step in and that there would be either one of two things. Either they would say, oh, you know what, we're looking and President Trump actually did win, there's evidence, and then maybe they would give it to President Trump and, and that would be totally unprecedented, right? But hey, it could happen. Number two is, is that they would hold another election that's free and fair without these machines, without all this nonsense, and I believe President Trump will win in a landslide. So there are different things that could happen. It's uncharted waters for our country, but we have to continue to pray because clearly uh, our house has been robbed, right? Okay, Heather, Mississippi in the house. Thank you for being here, Heather. Appreciate you. Yes, I, I cannot do anything but fight, right? What else can we do? Um, Antrim County, it looks like the court was, uh, the case was dismissed, Audrey. Um, but you know what? There's still a lot going on. So I wouldn't, you know, there's, there's wins and there's, you know, losses, I guess. So, I mean, there's really no way to say it, but you know, the thing is, is that we keep pressing ahead and the big one is Arizona. And there's many different things happening behind the scenes right now that I think you guys are going to continue to see roll out here. So let's hold the line, continue to hold the line. Hey, Donna, love your faith. Thank you. Uh, Linda, you said, hello from Michigan. God bless and protect you. Thank you, Linda. We need it. Uh, Terry, you said, how do we fight the mask mandate or for those vaccinated at work? So this is a big problem right now. A lot of people are saying that their jobs, their companies are mandating that either they prove vaccination or, uh, you know, it's a, it's a really tough situation. We're seeing more of it. I just saw something out of Santa Clara, California, where a company was doing this. Um, more and more people are writing me. They work in the medical community. Um, you know, they're a nurse, they're an RN, they're a doctor. 
and they're telling me these different things and that they're they're kind of almost being forced. Um, this is very scary and we need to push back with the mask. You know, I think what's just kind of happening right now is that the CDC put out that, uh, you know, basically saying if you got vaccinated, you don't really need to wear a mask anymore. And so what's happening is just a lot of people that weren't wearing masks anyways are just not going to wear them. And then there's still a lot of people. I travel a lot. So I'll tell you, I go to different places. And what I notice is that in certain states, people are very fearful. Other states, they're more free. It's really kind of differs and varies state by state. So that just shows you how crazy this whole thing is. Uh, but we really can't let fear take root. And we have to understand there really has not been a peer-reviewed study that we've been able to see uh, that, that shows us why people are wearing cloth masks on their face. Uh, you know, what, what, they actually, what that does for a microscopic virus, it does absolutely nothing. And uh, we still have not seen a peer-reviewed study, but there's been a lot of enforcement on the mask. When it comes to, you know, mandating somebody to take the vaccine, I'm just telling you, for me, I wouldn't do it. Uh, but, you know, you have to pray about it. I'm very concerned and sad to see that some of the uh, people in the faith community have actually been coming out there and pushing the vaccine. That's not something that I would recommend. Uh, definitely would not do that. I don't think faith leaders should be out there telling you to get the vaccine. If anything, they should be warning you and giving you wise counsel not to. But, uh, you know, so I, it's a very tough situation. I, I've talked to a couple lawyers and no one's really given me a clear answer. And you know that I work with the Religious Liberty Coalition, so I should know this. But I've talked to a lot of people about, you know, how do you fight, you know, if your job is forcing you to get a vaccine and they have not come back with an answer to me yet. So I don't have one to give to you. I wish I did. It's very troubling to me. If it was me, though, I would take whatever measures you can not to. Uh, I wouldn't let that pressure you. I know some people are concerned financially. It makes sense. You've been working somewhere for a long time. But I do believe if we take this to the Supreme Court, I do believe that you have rights as an American citizen. And I don't think that that, that, that goes against the Nuremberg Code. It goes against other uh, constitutional ordinances and things that, that are, are law of the land, in other words. Not even ordinances. They're, they're the law of the land, which they should not be able to force anybody. But there's, there's a couple of things that they've done that we call lawfare where they find a, a, a case, an, an old case, and they, and they say, well, we have case precedent because of the ruling that took place here during the Spanish flu. Or they'll go back to like some old case and they'll say it's case precedent and they'll use legalese and they'll use lawfare. And so, you know, the patriots, we need to get some good lawyers on our side to defend the Constitution and freedom. And I believe there will be cases bubbling up to the Supreme Court at some point. But unfortunately, right now, uh, this is a fluid situation. I know a lot of you are troubled about it. I'm troubled about it. I wish I had a good answer for you on that matter, but I don't right now. But I will continue to follow up. And the minute I have more information, I will. But as a pastor and a friend to you, someone who loves and cares of each and every remnant warrior, I'll tell you, do not let them pressure you. Do not let them bully you. You know, we're going to have to make some tough decisions, saints, in the, in the coming years. There's going to be some tough decisions that we're going to have to start making. And so hold the line. Never compromise. Never compromise your faith. Never compromise the word of God. Stand firm. And I believe God is with us. He will be our defense. The Bible says he is our defense. We're like a tree that's planted by the water. Amen. All right. Uh, why do you think they decided to hear the abortion case? I think because uh, we've been fighting. We've been fighting hard for many, many years. And President Trump put, uh, you know, there's a new court. And I know, again, we're not happy with the way they've been ruling uh, the Supreme Court, according to not hearing the cases. Uh, you know, they said that they didn't have uh, standing. Um, that was a bunch of nonsense. They did have standing, especially when a president is, is challenging an election, a sitting president. Of course, they have standing. 
but they basically they kicked him out mainly on standing, and they never heard the merit. And it's very troubling. And I know many of us are disenfranchised and discouraged about what's happened with the Supreme Court. Uh, but we have to pray because this pro-life case could be a game changer. Could you imagine if that changed? I'm telling you, because we have to think the battle is not against flesh and blood. It's against strongholds and principalities. So we're, we're fighting a spiritual battle. And, and it's absolutely demonic to the core that we as Americans are killing our innocent. And so that that judgment, that element of judgment, that would be a, a, a turn, you know, a change of course. And so that would be significant to this nation. Do you know that this nation went from being the the lender to being the borrower after Roe v. Wade? Look at look at just look at the debt clock, and look at the amount of debt that the United States has incurred since Roe v. Wade has been. It didn't exactly start at that date, but think about it. America used to have a balanced budget. America was the lender. America was very prosperous. And in a matter of 30 or 40 years, we've become the biggest borrower in the world with a massive, massive multi-trillion dollar debt that we can never repay. And now they're talking about the Great Reset, right? So um, awesome. I see that, uh, Aaron, you say you're doing a, a Freedom and, and Faith rally. Uh, very, very cool. Very, very cool. Yes, uh, you know, reach out to me, Todd.coconato at rlcus.org. I'd love to attend as long as it, it works with my schedule. I'd love to. Uh, Lisa, are the National Guard troops still in D.C.? They are, and they're going to make a permanent, um, basically like a, a whole um, fortified permanent um, contingent of of military that are going to be around the Capitol. This is permanent. They're going to make it permanent. Unbelievable. You know, have you ever thought of a nation that has to have its troops protecting the people because the people know that they were fraudulently elected? How sad and sick is that, right? But we're going to change it. God is going to do something here. That's why we're praying. That's why we're not giving up. We know what happened. They know we know what happened. We're standing, ladies and gentlemen. We are standing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Sally, many pastors are still silent. Very upsetting. Hey, Christiana, you said yes. Amen. Red states prove your... That's right. There's no reason why a red state should not be like Ron DeSantis. Every red state governor should be like Ron DeSantis or more. Come on. What's wrong with you guys? I mean, really, you, this is your moment to shine. I'm going to tell this uh, red state governor that I'm meeting with in a couple of days exactly that. I'm going to say, why do you think the whole country is so happy to see what Ron DeSantis is doing? Where are you? You need to step up, man. You know, and I'm sorry, but we need to be blunt. We need to hold these people accountable. You know, do it in love, but we got to be, you know, this is crazy. Uh, if they prove that there's election fraud, can't they just put Trump back in as a legitimate president since he did win? You know, uh, here's the problem with that, John. I mean, hypothetically, yes, and that is possible. Uh, but the issue is the election would have to be decertified and then recertified for President Trump. So, there's a process and it's unprecedented. It's never really happened in this particular way in our history. Think about it. We never had these machines and all this stuff historically, right? So stay tuned. We'll see how this plays out, but let's continue to press ahead. Um, Mike, you said, I've heard there are only three or four who are not compromised. What, what are you hearing? Uh, when it comes to Supreme Court justices, I think you're talking about, I mean, you're, you're probably about right. Uh, you're probably about right. Uh, Mona, God has a plan in his time. President Trump will be back in the White House. I know. And you know what? Here's the thing. So many remnant warriors in their spirit feel something like this, that the Lord, I mean, I've seen, you know, a lot of people, they're having dreams and visions, and these aren't your typical people that have these types of dreams and visions. And the Lord is putting these types of dreams and visions. Now, here's the thing. As a pastor, what my concern is really 100% is to, to have America turn back to our first love, Jesus Christ. 
to repent, to turn from the wickedness that we've embraced as a culture, to come back to our first love. Like the founders, remember the founders used to talk about, you know, they, they prayed in the Continental Congress. They had the, uh, the Aiken Bible, which was the first uh, American Bible that was approved by Congress. They would talk about their faith openly. There wasn't a separation of church and state. They're trying to change our, our, our whole history. Guys like Howard Zen and others that are rewriting history for their own advantage to push these different, um, you know, Marxist ideas and, and push us away from our real roots as Americans. So, um, hey, Jackie from Florida, said there's talk about forced vaccines. I'll tell you what, unless they take the guns away, they're not going to be forced vaccines in the United States. There's far too many aw- awakened people at this point. Uh, but I know they want to try to take the guns away, and that's why they have these false flag events and different things that they have. Uh, they're trying, and they would love to do that. And if you look historically, that happens a lot of times before a, a tyrant, a total tyrant takes over. It happened in many, many countries. We need to learn from history. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. Uh, Sally, yes, we will be a pro, pro-life nation in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Uh, one of the Christian colleges here in Missouri has just been ordered to allow boys and girls. That's right. And I was just meeting, if you guys follow me uh, the other day, I was just meeting with a, a president of a college. And we, we had this conversation. Stay tuned. There's going to be more information on this. I can't talk about it right yet. Uh, stay tuned. Hey, Paula, good to see you. Uh, thank you for, yeah, you like the Tennessee shirt with the red, white, and blue. Come on. <laughs> uh, we definitely need more passes all. Thank you, Gene. That means a lot. You know what? I'm just trying to be like Isaiah, send me, I'll go. You know, I was undone in the presence of God, like the prophet Isaiah. I, you know, he said, I saw the, uh, you know, the, the train of his robe filled the temple. I saw the Lord seated on the throne, Isaiah chapter six. You know, I had one of those encounters with the Lord. I saw the, the train of his robe, you know, the power and the presence of God. As I went through my testimony, I got stabbed nine times, almost died at the age of 23. The Lord sustained my life and I went in the presence of God, almost died. And I feel like Isaiah, I do. I mean, I'm not saying I'm Isaiah, but I'm saying I feel like I, you know, I saw the Lord in the presence of the Lord. I didn't actually see his face. I just felt the presence of God so strongly. He asked me, do you want to live or do you want to die? I said, Lord, I want to live. He said, if you live, then you got to be on fire for me for the rest of your life. You got to go out there and tell the people about me. I said, yes, Lord, I'll do that. When I said that, he sustained my life. I woke up in a Granada Hills, California emergency room. And uh, doctors were all around me. Nurses were all around me. They were stapling me up. I had nine stab wounds. And uh, they said, it's a miracle that you're alive. And surely it is. And so I'm going to stand no matter what. No human, no person is going to bully me and stop preaching the truth of the word of God. No way. I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ for the power of God unto salvation. Hallelujah. Well, glad, Larry. I, I appreciate that. And I thank you for your prayers. You motivate me, sir. Lorraine Coconado, hello, hello. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast. Appreciate you. Love you. Miss you guys. Uh, Sally, you said, do you still know the status on Israel? Yes. Um, so right now, from what I've heard, there's a temporary ceasefire. Uh, hopefully, it's a permanent ceasefire in Israel. They're assessing damage. I heard that it's holding. As of last I heard, I pray that it is continuing to hold. Uh, we, we, we pray for the peace of Israel and the peace in that region. A lot of what's going on, unfortunately, is because of what happens here in the United States and our government. You know, if they think that our government is not, you know, going to back Israel to the level of they, that they did under President Trump. Look at under President Trump. He moved the embassy from, you know, it, literally into uh, Jerusalem. Think about what he did. I mean, it's unprecedented. And did you see any of this stuff that was going on? No, none of it. None of it. So, 
under President Trump, even when they moved the embassy, there still wasn't the kind of problem that we're seeing right now. That's why American leadership is so important. That's why American leadership is so important. People say, stop talking about politics, pastor. No, I'm not. This isn't politics. These are spiritual matters. They're spiritual matters. Our, our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against strongholds and principalities. Uh, heard Israel be changing prime ministers. You know, Paula, that has been the talk. Um, recently, Benjamin Netanyahu has not been polling well. He's been trying to put together a unity government. has been having a hard time because he's been down in the polls. But actually, his polling has gone up since uh, the latest confrontation with uh, Hamas. So, um, you know, w there could be some shifts there, but uh, there's definitely um, a possibility of a change in uh, leadership in Israel. We, this has been the case for uh, at least the last couple months, but a little bit longer than that, I think. Uh, Brenda, you said, I still believe this is all going to fall like dominoes. Hallelujah. Continue to pray. Continue to stand. Brenda, that's right. That's why we come together as remnant warriors. Exactly this reason. Uh, Jami said, sorry, Todd, my niece pushed the angry face. Oh, no, I'm not mad at you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Trump will return for 2021. Glow, you know, like I said, Glow, you and many, many others are feeling this or hearing this in their spirit. We're praying. Only God could do something like that. Only only a powerful move of his Holy Spirit that, that everybody would say that man couldn't have done this, but only God could have done it. That's the only way. And what America really needs is, is, is we need a, a revival, which is new life. We need to return our first love, Jesus Christ. We need to repent of our sin and unrighteousness. We need to stop killing the innocent. We need to go back to biblical morals and values, you know, families, marriage between a man and a woman. I mean, come on, right? These are the things we need to do. We, we have to stop embracing the sin of, of the enemy that's trying to continue to push more and more and more. Look at our children. They're being indoctrinated. People don't even want to send them to school anymore. They're so afraid to even send the kids to school. We've got to take back the schools. In Jesus' name, we've got to take back the schools. Take back this territory. All right. Uh, you know, you guys are just so awesome. Thank you for, for just being a part of this broadcast. I want to just see if I can see one or two more questions here. Um, you, you called a restaurant, Roxy, and, and they said you have to be vaccinated to go in their restaurant. You know what? I don't want to go to that restaurant. I'm glad you didn't. I hope you didn't go there because you know what? If they're going to say that, let them, let them suffer business-wise. That's ridiculous. We want free free businesses that want to actually make money with our money. We don't want to support these ridiculous businesses that are living in this alternative reality. It's ridiculous. Sorry, I don't mean to get angry there, but it's just I can't even believe these people. <laughs> just can't even believe them. Uh, I wonder if the government is getting kickbacks to the companies that demand a vaccine. You better believe it. Absolutely. I mean, in some way, shape, or form, same to the churches, same to the mega churches and the pastors that are having vaccine centers in their parking lot. You better believe it. This is the kind of stuff we got to talk about. This is happening. Um, let's see, Jessica. So there's a question I hear about when Nasera and Jacera is going to happen. I know there's a lot of people out there talking about that. And yes, it's a true story under the Clinton administration that, you know, it was, it was passed into law. But what we think is trying the the International Monetary Fund and the World Bank and um, you know the global financial you know we call them the Western Central Bankers uh, they they pretty much announced their in, intention in um, Davos, Switzerland at the World Economic Forum. A guy named Klaus Schwab, and their um, their intention has been to do a what they're calling a great reset. So unfortunately, uh, that's where they seem to be headed. But we we're, we're you know because more and more people are waking up. Uh, I believe we're making that great reset harder and harder. And President Trump put a lot of roadblocks. 
So we're praying that there is a, a, another type of great reset, not the one that they want, but uh, one where there's real money backed by gold. And, uh, you know, if it is Nishera and Jasera or whatever, that's great. But it has to be a, a righteous system that it that doesn't benefit the central bankers, the Western central bankers that, honestly, there's a lot of wars over this type of thing with the petrodollar and there's a lot of, a lot of information explained. I can't get into all that right now. But, uh, do, you know, I know a lot of you know about it. Some of you may not. Uh, but look into the petrodollar system, look into the Great Reset with Klaus Schwab, and there's a lot of there there. And I know a lot of people are talking more in depth about Nasera and Jasera. I'm not going to get into that particularly, but uh, we are all for a real money system that would get away from the Western Central Bankers and away from the Fed. But that, that you know, that, my friends, is what got Kennedy uh, in trouble. So this has been going on for a while here. And uh, we would like to see, uh, you know, a great system that would benefit the people. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice? And so we're praying and believing that President Trump was working on something like that. Uh, I'll, I'll leave you with this, and I have to go in a minute here, but I'll leave you with this. Um, you know, I know a lot of people are, are still praying. We need to continue to pray, and that's what we need to do. Um, but, but the, you know, what we really need to do is turn back to Jesus. We need to contend for this country and we need to pray that the churches and the pastors, they talk about the blood of Jesus, the cross of Calvary. They talk about the fact that Jesus can heal the sick. You know, we actually lay hands on the sick. We do not forsake the assembling together of the brethren. We don't close our churches down. Uh, we stand for righteousness. And if the church is the head and not the tail, if the church does what we're meant to do, then so goes the nation, ladies and gentlemen. And that will change everything. And all these other things, the, the money system and everything that we see, the slaughter of the innocent, all the, the, the immorality and all the different things that we see, shipping abortions abroad, everything, all the, the horrible corruption. If the nation turns back to Christ, if the nation catches a hold of the fire of the Holy Spirit, if the nation truly repents, we will see a completely different situation in our country. And that's really what we need to be focused on and as that happens, I believe uh, we will see the kind of change with Roe v. Wade, the kind of change with all these other things that we so desire because you're such precious people of God. And we all agree our nation is in dire straits. And if, if, if something doesn't happen, then God forbid we could become a Marxist communist country. They're, they're, they're coming after Christians. We're, we're target number one. This is a spiritual battle between light versus darkness. That's what it is. Any Christian that doesn't think that they think they can stand on the sideline and just ignore it. They, we can't ignore it. It's, it's at our door now. And either we do something or, or, or we give up our country. And I think that you and I know what we need to do. It's time to stand. It's time to stand. Amen. Love you guys. Appreciate you. Sorry if I didn't answer your questions. I know there's a lot of them on here and I can only see sometimes until after. And all of a sudden I see all these other questions. But I'll do another live stream hopefully this weekend. Got some work to do up here. Be praying for us. We love you. We bless you. If they take this video down, I'll try to save it before they do. And then we'll put it back up on the podcast. All right. Love you guys. Bless you. Have a good night. Thank you. I'm sorry if I didn't answer your question. Appreciate you guys. I probably need to get some rest though. Okay. All right. Bless you. Love you. Bye.